Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the My Sister's Keto podcast. I'm your host, Sharita, and today is Wednesday, February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. And I just wanted to say a really quick thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. You know, there are thousands and thousands of podcasts out there, and you could have totally picked one of them, but you picked this one. And for that, I am super grateful and not just super grateful but like really really grateful um today i had a few of you guys reach out to me on instagram and tell me how much you love the show and i mean that just makes my day you guys have no idea so thanks for tuning in thanks for listening um i have a really good show plan for you today um we're going to talk about uh working out on keto and i'm also going to answer a couple of questions on the q a portion so hang tight All right, again, this is the My Sister's Keto Podcast, and I am your host, Sharita. And today, before we get started, again, I just wanted to really express my gratitude to all of you guys that I talked to today uh, via Instagram. Um, I had quite a few of you guys uh, react to one of the posts that I posted um, yesterday and just you know, all kinds of responses coming in. And I just wanted to let you guys know that I love you guys, each and every one of you. Um, I have no problems if you want to DM me and ask me questions about keto. I absolutely love to share my experiences and see if I can help you with some of, you know, the troubles or if you just need somebody to, to rip something off on. Hey, I am here for that. So it was just an overwhelming response. I spent the most, the majority of my day to day at work just <laughs> answering uh, comments on Instagram. Luckily, you know, I have a, a pretty, a pretty understanding situation at work. Um, so, and I'm able to get my, my work done regardless. So, you know, there's that, but Anyway, I just wanted to just say how much I truly do appreciate you guys. And I really love interacting with all of you. It just, it really, it makes my day, like for real. So don't be afraid to reach out. I am a genuine, real, live person. You know, I get it. You know, sometimes, um, you know, you reach out to someone on social media and they're not quite who you expected or they don't respond back. I'm not like that. I'm going to respond back, even if I have to, to respond back to tell you that, you know, in order for us to have a more in-depth conversation, you know, I'm going to have to hit you back a little later and I will. OK. And somebody there's somebody out there that that got that, you know, I was like, hey, I'm on my way to a meeting. I can't talk right now. And she and I when I got home, I reached out to her and she and I had a good little conversation for 20 or 30 minutes. So thank you guys so much. You guys really make this worthwhile for me. So. All right. So the topic of conversation tonight is um, working out on keto. Um, there is a young lady that reached out to me today to ask me um, whether or not I worked out and what my routines are. And so the answer to that is yes, I do work out. I did not start out working out. Um, so let me give you a little bit of background. Um, as you all know, I am a, a military retiree. Um, 
So working out is not something that's foreign to me. Um, I have been a member of quite a few gyms. Um, I've worked out, I've done, you know, um, mountaineering, um, ruck marches, all kinds of exercises, all kinds of programs. So as far as knowing the exercises, um, being aware of the appropriate form for my body and things like that, I already have a really good understanding. Um, so I started keto on July 28th and I did not actually start working out consistently until September. Um, I had already taken my job here in Ames and there's a local uh, functional fitness gym uh, that's literally right around the corner from my office. So I joined that. Um, It's called Surefire Fitness. If you happen to be in Ames, those folks over there, Jeff over there at Surefire Fitness is completely amazing. Like I loved working out there. I used to go to the 5 (laughs) a.m. to the 5 a.m. sessions and work out there for about an hour. Um, The reason why I stopped going was it had nothing to do with Surefire Fitness at all. In fact, I kind of missed the fellowship of working out there, but I wanted to get, I wanted something a little different if that makes any sense. Like I loved the workouts, but I was looking to actually target specific muscle groups and things like that. And that's a little harder to do when you're doing more of the functional fitness. So basically what I did was my, I took the money that I was spending monthly on my memberships and I started purchasing uh, gym equipment. Um, so I have a pretty decent size set of weights now. Um, they range from five to 30 pound dumbbells because that's really for right now for what I'm doing. That's pretty much all I need. I do have um, two body bars that weigh uh, 20 and 30 pounds, I believe. And then I have a, a barbell set that right now has 40 pounds on it, but I have 25 pound plates also so that I can make it a 50 pound if I need to. Um, I have a pilo box. I have a, um, you know, one of those handy uh, aerobic step, you know, where you can do the little step up, step down aerobics. Um, I do have a stripper pole. Most of you guys that are on my Instagram, you saw my post where I put up my stripper pole, Um, (laughs) which don't judge, but that is an amazing upper body and core and lower body, depending on what you're doing workout. I mean, the first day I got it and I actually put it up. So I got it on a Friday. It came through the mail on a Friday. I ordered it off Amazon and it came through the mail. I actually assembled it Friday night. I took it down because I couldn't get it get my pole straight. I reassembled it on Saturday and I spent the entire day on that pole. You talk about being sore the next day. Oh my gosh, I couldn't even lift my arms over my head. So, so don't knock it till you try it. Um, you know, doing those fireman spins and those curls and all the tricks and, and stuff is is not easy. I am not proficient. <laughs> I'm not ready to do a show or anything like that. So, but it is a lot, a lot of fun. And, you know, the best workout is the one you're going to stick with. So I have that. And then I have my most favorite piece of equipment besides my bench and that is my mini trampoline now while I was in the military I used to run 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 all day but 
I had I started really getting really bad inflammation issues. Um, obviously, since I gained a lot of weight, I couldn't really run. And after a while, I could barely walk the way that I like to walk. So because I, I love taking long walks. So I ended up um, getting a mini trampoline because I had saw I was watching a video on Instagram and there was somebody that was talking about rebounding and um, I watch Tony Robbins sometimes and he actually, before he gives his high energy speeches and public speaking, he takes time and, and rebounds. He jumps on his mini trampoline and I'm like, yo, if Tony Robbins is doing it and he's such a high energy guy, I was like, there can't be anything wrong with this. So I got one and I am in love with it. I literally, I rebound on my trampoline at least five days a week, sometimes six, sometimes seven, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, <laughs> it's a great source of light cardio. Um, I usually go about 30 to 35 minutes, you know, depending on the music that I'm listening to, because sometimes I get on it and I mean I'm swinging my arms and I'm dancing and just having a great time and so maybe one day I'll take a video and y'all can see how silly I get on that thing but I'll be looking so crazy <laughs> so so honestly if I had to rate all the equipment that I own right now that those mini tra because I actually my husband got me a new one for Christmas because I used to when I would travel home from Ames back to Junction City, I would actually take it and put it in my tr the trunk of my car and just travel with it. So my husband actually bought me another one for Christmas so that I would have one here and then one in my home in, in Kansas. So that was actually greatly appreciated. Shout out to J.K. Van Vliet <laughs> for that. But yeah, that is totally my favorite piece of equipment. Um, so my recommendations for working out while you're on keto, cardio is great. Don't get me wrong what I'm about to say. Cardio is great. However, I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend some resistance or weight training. You ladies, please don't think that if you lift weights, you're going to look like a man. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works, ladies. You can lift some weights. You're not going to look like a man. You're not going to build linebacker shoulders. Your quads aren't going to bust out of your jeans like the Hulk, you know, unless you are. I mean, there's, it takes a lot to build that kind of muscle. And most of us that are doing keto, especially in the beginning, we're, we're not even close. So don't be afraid to lift some weights. Um, you can start slow. I mean, I have weights as low as two and a half pounds and that I still use. Um, so sometimes when I am at muscle failure, uh, meaning that sometimes when my muscles are so tired that they start to shake and I, they're burning and I can't do anything, I can just, I can lower my weights that I that I'm picking up, up to, um, well, lower them down to about two and a half pounds. So two and a half pounds is my smallest and 30 pounds is my biggest as far as dumbbells are concerned. Um, yeah, as far as specific exercises, um, after I do my 30 minutes on the trampoline right now for the month of February, I am focused on upper body. So three days a week I am doing, you know, upper body. So shoulders, biceps, um, chest and back and triceps, 
Um, so what that would typically look like is so Monday for me is um, shoulders and bicep day. So um, I may do a set of, you know, maybe 15 or 20 bicep curls and then shoulder presses with that same weight that I would use to do the bicep curl. Um, so we'll say 15 pounds for the shoulder for the bicep curls and the shoulder press. If I start getting tired or I start feeling weak, I may reduce the weight down to 10 pounds and then down to five pounds and then down to two and a half pounds, depending on, you know, how many sets I'm doing, how tired I get. Um, like I said, I generally on the bicep curls, I generally tend to do about 15 to 20 reps. And then on the shoulder press, 10 to 15, usually around, I usually cut out that about 12 reps. And then directly after that exercise, so I'll do those with no rest in between. And then the next exercise I will do is an ab exercise. I all I work my abs pretty much every day. Um, now, remember this. Uh, one thing to point out is that you cannot spot reduce. So for those of you out there that are doing countless sit-ups, crunches, uh, leg uh, flutter kicks, um, you know, oblique exercises and all of that that's great you're building that muscle you're strengthening your core which is also going to help you if you're having chronic back pain and things like that however that's not going to ensure that you have six-pack abs the way for to get those six-pack abs is not actually in the crunch or the sit-up or the flutter kick or what have you six-pack abs actually come from your kitchen Six-pack abs come from diet. Yes, some exercise. So when we're thinking of six-pack abs or any kind of muscle development, 80% of that is in the kitchen. That's just the bottom line. 80% of your body is going to come from what you're putting in your mouth. The other 20%, yeah, you got to do the right exercises and the right frequency, the right amount of rest in between, those type of things. But I personally do do, um, so I'll do, like I said, bicep curl, shoulder press, and then I'll go into um, some weighted sit-ups um, or some um, Russian twists or something like that, some crunches, what have you. I'll usually do three sets, and then I'll get back on the trampoline um, to get my heart rate going again. And sometimes I'll do um, a, tr a minute of trampoline in between each set just to keep my heart rate up and you know keep that good sweat going because <laughs> sometimes I can definitely get a good sweat on that thing so I'll do that and maybe work do a couple of other exercises um you know uh, preacher curls and um lateral raises along with some flutter kicks and then you know trampoline so I'll do three rounds of that um on my leg day so I split my leg and my leg days or lower body days into two different days for the month of February um, for the month of January I actually had this reversed and I did three days of legs and then two days of upper body February now it's three days of upper body two day legs and then March and we'll flip back and just kind of go back and forth until I start seeing the muscle development that I'm looking for um, and I'm gonna put a pin on that thought for just a second because I want to go back to that. But um, for lower body on um, quad days, I'll do you know squats, lunges, um, 
just different kind of variation of squats, uh, goblet squats. I'll do wide. I'll do medium. I'll do, um, I'll put the bar on my back, like air squats. Sometimes I'll put the bar on my back and I'll squat. I mean, I lunge through my house. I do a lot of resistance band exercises um, and abs. So definitely a couple of leg exercises and then abs. Um, on hamstring days, I will definitely implement some. I also do a lot of lunges on hamstring day too, but I also implement a lot of deadlifts. Um, I have a love hate relationship with deadlifts. <laughs> I love them, but I'm also always so worried about my form because it's really easy to slip into some bad habits when you're doing your deadlifts. I definitely recommend if that is, if you're looking to start doing that, you know, get somebody, get you a mirror, first of all, or get you a coach that can actually teach you the right way to do your deadlifts, keeping your, your shoulders back, back straight, knees bent all the way down, you know, and have that bar when you're coming up all the way up, have that bar just skim in the leg. You don't actually have to have it touching your leg, but it needs to be very, very close to your leg. You know, there's, there's all kind of body mechanics that go along with deadlifting. And so, I love them, but I also hate them because it's very easy to fall into some bad habits. <laughs> so there's that. There's donkey kicks. There's all kind of booty activation exercises that I do on um, hamstring day. Hamstring butt nabs. Um, and then there's chest day. So chest and back. Um, I do have a bench and a barbell and all kinds of weights and then there's push-ups push-ups sit-ups my two go-to exercises on chest day um dumbbell flies um i have a door jam pull-up bar i'm not quite back ready to do pull-ups i do do assisted i'm not like doing any pull-ups on my own i cannot wait until i get back to that because you talk about an exercise that can really help with um, developing your body. Pull-ups are where it's at. Pull-ups, push-ups, just that's where it's at. You know, you're working your core, you're working your upper body, your back, your chest, your biceps, your shoulders, all of it is getting a workout. So I love pull-ups. I hate doing them, but I love the results. And then there's, for this month, there's one more, um, upper body day and that's just kind of like my bonanza I usually hit shoulders really heavy because I my shoulders develop really easily my shoulders and my upper back so um you know you're always going to go to the thing that you really really enjoy and really really like doing so on my bonus day I usually hit shoulders pretty good one more one more time so those are that's pretty much what I'm doing as far as physical activity. Um, yeah, I mean, I did put a pin in the topic of um, diet and exercise. So when we're talking about muscle development, um, it's really, really hard to develop muscle and lose weight to like really get good muscle gains and lose weight. If you are looking to, you know, uh, bulk, and I don't mean bulk, like get fat, I mean, bulk as in really see some uh, muscle development. 
One of the things you do have to have is a calorie surplus. And I know that many, many, many of us are very sensitive to that because, you know, we're doing keto for a reason. You know, we wanted to lose weight. We wanted to get in shape and, you know, um, get the fat off of us. And I'm right there with you. But in order to really develop, you know, the kind of muscle development you see on a lot of these Instagram models, I hate to say that like that, but like for me, I really want to build my, um, my quads. Like I love legs. Like <laughs> I, I want to build my legs. You know, I'm a pretty tall person. I'm five foot eight. So, and I just, I've always had long scrawny looking legs. And so, you know, I find myself really, um, squatting a lot. Um, you know, definitely working the, the legs, the hamstrings, the quads, all of it, calves, whole nine, but really in order to, again, going back to what I said earlier about muscle development, going back to how we're building our body that takes place in the kitchen. So when we're looking at being in a calorie surplus, we also want to make sure we're eating the right kinds of calories for that calorie surplus so that you're not gaining fat, but you're building that muscle. So um, there are definitely resources out there for those of us that may be trying to learn. Um, I have been looking at uh, keto gains. Um, there's a site and a group and all of that. So... I know that it's possible. And so, <laughs> you know, um, definitely been doing my research. And so more to follow on that. Um, I have about a million one other projects going on right now. Um, so, you know, we may be holding study for a while, but I'm really happy with my progress so far. So, you know, nothing, hey, it's nothing to shake a stick at. But I really hope, back to the question at hand here, I really hope that I answered your question um, because that's what I do. Um, there's no magic formula. You know, I'm not lifting crazy amounts of weights or anything. I'm literally like on a daily basis, I might pick up my 30 pound dumbbells maybe once <laughs> and then I put them back down quickly. Um <laughs> You know, I'm not out here doing anything crazy, any crazy routines. I don't have, you know, uh, an actual trainer. Um, I'm just doing what I know to do for my body. So that's that. And so we're going to take a quick break and then we will come back with the question and answer. And I'll keep it really short since I think this segment went really long. <laughs> so hang tight, guys. All right, so we are back and I have a couple of good questions on deck today. Um, I'm going to try to keep it somewhat short here since I think that the previous section ran a little long. Oh, I need to swallow. All right, so this first question says, help, I've been doing keto since 124, so January 24th, and I have not lost a pound. I haven't gained either though. My typical day goes like this. Coffee with a sugar substitute in the morning, two hard-boiled eggs, two sausage links, meat and cheese roll-ups on a or a burger no bun or an unwitch from JJ, I don't know what that is, or a salad. 
For dinner, we always have a protein and a veggie, so either steak, chicken, or fish, or pork, with a salad, broccoli, or asparagus. What am I doing wrong? Well, um, if that's all you're eating, I would say that you're not getting any fat because I don't see too much fat in any of this. Um, so we're going to start at the beginning. She said her morning coffee starts with a sugar substitute. Okay, what sugar substitute? Is this going to be something natural like um, some stevia or some monk fruit sweetener? Or are you using Splenda or another sugar substitute? So my first question is, what sugar substitute are you using? And then she goes on to say she has two hard-boiled eggs and two sausage links. Okay, I guess. But, you know, there's no... Mm, it just seems really small. But, okay, let's just suppose that she's not hungry. For lunch, she has a meat and cheese roll-up or a burger no bun or an unwitch from JJ which or a salad. I'm assuming that that unwitch or burger with no bun come from a fast food restaurant I have nothing against fast food restaurants don't get me wrong um I haven't had any fast food at all since July 28th (laughs) um I just not because I don't believe that you know look and this is probably gonna sound really judgy and I apologize as I know many 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 of you guys go to the McDonald's and you get the bunless burgers from McDonald's and okay I mean I guess there's nothing wrong with that but for me and my body the thing that I I find is is that I'm not sure where that meat came from I'm not sure what additives are in that meat I'm not sure that you know <laughs> I'm not sure what it is, right? So I don't, I don't want to put it in my body. I'm, you know, I'm, I don't want to do that. So there's that. Um, how much meat and cheese are in these meat and cheese roll-ups? Because it doesn't appear that she's measured any of this. She's just kind of eating it. It doesn't appear that she's tracking any macros or anything like that. Look, folks. I know that there are different versions of keto and I think tomorrow on the show we're going to actually talk about dirty keto or lazy keto which I am very reluctant to call it that Um, because even if you're not tracking macros I believe that there is a a sense of work that goes along with keto and so it's neither dirty nor nor lazy. Um, I do believe you can do strict keto, which is what I preach. Um, (laughs) I come from, you know, a a strict keto kind of environment um, that I set up for myself. So I definitely teach and preach uh, strict keto. But I understand that some folks aren't going to be able to do all of that. However, if you find yourself in a stall or you find yourself unable to lose weight my first the first thing I always ask after we check macros is are you measuring weighing and tracking because those three things if so if you don't know exactly what you're putting in your mouth you don't know how much of it you put in your mouth then how are we supposed to know what the problem is so I would 
strongly, strongly encourage each and every one of you, if you are just starting out on keto or if you're finding yourself in a stall, take yourself a food diary online, you know, get on the card manager, get in my fitness pal, get into ruled me or whatever app you want to use, get in there, start measuring your food um, on your food scale, and then start tracking what it is that you're eating. That to me, I mean, I don't know another way to know where you can pinpoint what your problem is. So if you're experiencing a stall or you haven't lost any weight, that that's always going to be my recommendation. I know it's a pain in the butt. I mean, I have been there um, for sure. I was cooking regular conventional meals for my family and then turning around and measuring my food, hungry, ready to eat. And I'm over here measuring food and trying to cook and do all of this. So I get it, right? I'm typing in my phone, trying to keep up with what the scale said. How many grams did that say again? I get it. It's a pain in the butt. Nobody wants to do it. But I promise you, the results are there. (laughs) Okay? So to answer this person's question, this lady's question, what she's doing wrong, first of all, it doesn't look like she's getting enough fat. But we wouldn't know that because she's not tracking her macros. So recommend you track your macros make sure you're getting enough fat um i would take a look at the sweetener you're using in your coffee because i'm not sure you just say a sugar substitute um if you can cut that um if you can't cut the, if you have to have a little something sweet in your coffee make sure that it's natural and make sure that you're measuring and counting that Um, My recommendation is, of course, monk fruit sweetener is always going to be number one. If you can't get that, get you some um, stevia. But yeah, that's my (laughs) that's my recommendation for that. And of course, listen, if you guys disagree with me or agree with me or whatever, please don't feel don't feel bad about hitting me up and telling me exactly what you think. You can DM me at my sister's keto diet on Instagram. We have a Facebook group that's my sister's keto. We have an email address that's going to be my sister's keto at outlook.com and of course you can find us online at www.mysistersketo.com. That's www.mysistersketo.com. One more time, that's www.mysistersketo.com. So, now we're just going to go ahead and skip to the next question here. Skip to my Lou. Our next question (laughs) comes from a young lady who is asking about vodka. She wants to know if I drink vodka before bed and I wake up almost one pound lighter, don't drink before bed and I gain almost a pound. What's up with this? Not looking to become an alcoholic. Well, girl, (laughs) I hope not. Jeez Louise. All right. Well, that can easily be attributed to dehydration. Um, You're probably going to, you know, if if you're drinking, you know, a certain amount of vodka, you go to the bathroom uh, or any liquor for that matter. It's a a diuretic. You're going to go to the bathroom a lot. You know how it is. We be in the club, you know, having a couple drinks or at home having a couple drinks, house party, what have you. And then you have to go break the seal and then you're going all night. So your bot that water is leaving your body, you're finding yourself in a state of dehydration, probably not a good thing. So 
you know just because you lost a little bit of weight don't mean that it's necessarily a good thing honey um I haven't had vodka yet since I started um I have had champagne I did have a couple of glasses of champagne when I got my promotion at work um and I even felt bad for that. I'm not going to lie. I felt bad after I drank that. Like, not bad. Like, ooh, I feel sick. I actually, because it had been so long. So this just happens like um, maybe a month ago. Like I, did I, when did I get this promotion? So I got about three weeks ago, I want to say. About a month ago, three weeks ago. So I got the promotion, found out I got it. I went um, back home to Kansas, was hanging out with my husband. And we went and got a very nice bottle of champagne to celebrate. Well, and we popped that baby open and I mean the first glass I was like (laughs) I'm telling you if you ever want to experience what it's like to drink for the first time do keto for six months and then have a glass of champagne and you will definitely definitely get that that sense again that feeling again um I definitely caught a buzz very very quickly (laughs) but since I only had the couple glasses it wasn't like um it wasn't like I was waking up the next day hungover or anything, but I have heard that a lot of folks that do keto, they say their hangovers are all the more worse. So beware. Um, yeah. <laughs> so if you lost a pound, you need to drink some water to make up for that because that's just dehydration talking to you. So sorry for the bad news, but that's kind of what that is. All right. I think I have one more question here. And this one reads, <clears throat> so I'm not mad at anyone for my, but myself. I caved last night. I have been strict keto now for eight weeks. And last night our daughter got engaged. He had chocolate covered strawberries. Yep. I did it. I ate some so bummed been doing so good so my question is how long did it take how long will it take me to get back into ketosis i checked this morning and i'm kicked out of it i checked it by the blood monitor what can i do to get back in faster well um first of all (laughs) i don't think you're asking the right question here and I, I mean, I get that you want to get back into ketosis and get back to losing weight and, and burning fat for energy and all that. I, I understand. But can I point something out here? Look, none of us got fat eating one serving of ch- chocolate covered strawberries. OK, that's just it. That's not how any of this works. So let's not beat ourselves up. And let's not be mad at ourselves for celebrating something that may be once in a lifetime. Her daughter got engaged and she's over here mad because she ate a celebratory chocolate covered strawberry. People, listen, I know we want to lose weight. We want to look our best. We want to feel our best. We want to get back to health. But let's not be short sighted here. okay? I beg you guys get your mind right get your mind and your heart in the right place here don't be so hard on yourselves now i'm not saying go out and eat a full you know vat of chocolate and you know don't feel bad about it i mean that's not what i'm saying what i am saying is is that if you have a glass of champagne to celebrate your promotion and i even had to tell this to myself right 
If you have a glass of champagne to celebrate your promotion, enjoy that glass of champagne. Let it be what it was. Drink you some water and shake that mess off. Okay? So you know what? Congratulations to you and your family and your daughter and your soon-to-be son-in-law. I hope those strawberries were good as hell. Now, drink you some water and shake that mess off. Okay? You want to get into ketosis faster? You could try intermittent fasting. You could do a 24-hour fast, but don't do it for punishment. Don't do it as a way to get back at yourself for enjoying that. Do that because you truly believe that that's what you need to do to get back into ketosis. Otherwise, drink you some water, eat you a high, a high healthy fat meal with some protein and some vegetables and shake it off. Okay. I mean, and I'm saying that with all due respect and with love because I am so, it makes me sad to see y'all beating yourselves up over something that is supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be happy right now. You're supposed to be picking out mother-in-law outfits and, you know, kissing your daughter and hugging your son-in-law and just, you know, thanking God for the fact that you now have this new family member. But you over here worried about getting back into ketosis. Girl, you better shake that mess off. Just shake it off. (laughs) And I mean that with every, just shake it off, honey. It's okay. And on that note, you guys, we're going to go ahead and close out tonight's show. All right. Well, that's tonight's show, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing this. I really do. Hey, if you are going to be in Ames, Iowa this weekend, so Saturday, February 16th, um, between 4 and 5, at the Ames, Iowa Public Library on um, Douglas Avenue, so that's going to be 515 Douglas Avenue, we are having our very first live and in-person keto event. It's only an hour long, but it's just long enough for us to get to know each other. Um, There's going to be a really cool giveaway, and we're just going to talk about our ketogenic journey so if you are going to be in Ames Iowa I would certainly love to see your face in the place that is the Ames Public Library on um, Douglas Avenue so that's 515 Douglas Avenue in Ames Iowa so yay (laughs) I can't wait to see you guys there Um, again if you like the show if you agree with me if you disagree with me if you have comments concerns anything I want you to do something for me. I want you to hit me up on Instagram and that's at my sister's keto diet. You can also find me in our Facebook group and that's going to be my sister's keto online. You can find us at www.mysistersketo.com. And of course you can always email us as well at my sister's keto at outlook.com. Our website again is www.mysistersketo.com. One more time. That's www.mysistersketo.com and that's it one more thing don't be afraid to leave us some stars or some comments on itunes or in spotify if you want to follow us if you want to subscribe i would love it just saying all right guys y'all have a great night i love you and take care of yourselves and p.s stop beating yourselves up night